You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Raj got the Rona. He got the Rona. Raj got the Rona. He got will be Rona. out today. Huh? I was thinking what? along. Raj got the Rona. Good God. He got the Rona. He got it from a cruise ship. He got the Rona. <laughs> I'm in the back doing the, the Temptations arm swing. Yeah, like, um, uh, what, with Tina Turner? Yeah, 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 exactly. I can Tina Turner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rolling. Rolling, Rona. rolling on the river. Rona like one the, on the Roger. <laughs> Rona on the river. Yep. So there we go. Roger's out today. Hopefully, we'll. Uh, he thinks he should be back for Monday. Um, I'd bet on him to bounce back by Monday. I'm starting to steam my buns. Yeah. Well, doesn't steam your own buns. You got the he cooties. Test test negative. I think isn't that what are the rules? And like, they said it's uh, that you're. The, the rules that he told me from the CDC are now that um, you are no longer, and I'm not necessarily buying this. I haven't bought anything the CDC, said, the CDC has said mm. in like two and a half years. But he's saying that their rules are you are no longer contagious five days after your first symptom. Okay. And his will be seven days after his first symptom. But so what about testing negative? I thought that's not come into play. Like what if it's five days after and he still tests positive? Like that means right. he's still in his system. Like I feel like I tested... Like six or seven days after yeah. Yeah. first diagnosis. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's what just yeah, I'll, I'll read you the text. You guys tell me what you think. Um bah, 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 bah. give me one moment. Please. Can you read you the one he said he sent me? <laughs> Cause I was like, hey, you know, I hope, you know, hope I hope you're not feeling too bad or whatever. And he said, um uh ro- COVID one, Roger Zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said, any progress? He said, I'm finally feeling a little bit better. Uh, coughing, sneezing, a little bit less, no more chills. Still congested and snotty and a little dizzy. I said, some people pay extra for the little dizzy part. Um, he said, no. I said, no fever? He said, no, nah, I don't think so. Just chills. He said, I'll see if I'm good again. And I just told him not to worry about today. And what did he say? He said, um, I fully expect to be back Monday. If I if I read it right, after five days of symptoms, I'm no I'm not contagious, so should be fine. Monday would be about seven days. I said, okay. okay. All right. Whatever. I don't mind. I asked him if he had any side effects and he's like Man alive, my penis shrank. Well, that's tough. <laughs> so I feel bad at least for that part. But at least right. he'll be in on Monday. And at least he None kept at least he didn't lose taste. That's true. So I mean, how often is he using that penis these days? Oh, well, you know what? I don't know. Right? He's 60-something, 60. He was just on vacay on a cruise. I think that penis was getting used a lot. Yeah. I think that's how it got. Imagine he got, like, COVID penis. <laughs> what and is it was, that? And it was out so much, like, it rubbed up against something. And oh, next my thing God. You know, remember how they used to tell you? Remember, like, in the early days of AIDS, and it was like, you can get it from a toilet seat? Mm-hmm. And yeah. You, like, when they absolutely knew yeah. nothing about this whole thing. But yeah. That was awful. You know, they still ask. I gave blood about a month ago. 
and they still ask about sexual orientation, like if you're gay or you've had um, anal like sex, dude, dude on dude sex, they tell you not to give blood. Still, sure, for why the, not? For the well, I told you my scare, right? I told you what happened to me, where um, I was in my coma <laughs> and I had almost died, and I lost every ounce of blood in my body. And so all of my entire body was filled up with other people's blood because I had none in mine. And this mm-hmm. was in uh, the in January of 1985, which is smack dab in the who knows what AIDS uh, is. Right. And so, and they weren't testing. They didn't know, you know what I mean? So they didn't test any of the blood I got. Oh, or, so you got lucky. Yeah. So they, I had to take an AIDS test at age four, as a virgin at age 14. <laughs> I'm taking an AIDS test. Um, and thank God, you, you're exactly right. I got really lucky. Can you imagine? You would think, why not give the blood the AIDS test? That, that they gave me because it's already in me. No, what I'm trying to say, like, before it gets to you, well, they didn't why know. not give the blood the AIDS test? They do. If they, listen, if they're going to give a patient an AIDS test after the transfusion, why not give the blood the AIDS test before it gets to the they hospital? They do now. They do now. Now it's, now it's a whole thing. Yeah, but they didn't do it at the time because they didn't know yeah. anything, like you said before. Um, they, they toilet right, but they stuff. knew enough to give you an AIDS test. Well, they found out after. Yeah, but and this was like, because I think it started in, I want to say 84 or 80, it was sometime 82, 83, 84. It was like, so uh, uh, January of 85, they were learning more and they were like, oh, okay, yeah. oh, crap. <laughs> oh, no, we might have given her, you know, and so they just, that's, otherwise, I don't even know if I would have gotten it earlier, if they would have even tested because they didn't, they didn't know. Right. So once they found out and they realized that could be one of the things and then they're like, okay, we got to contact all the people. Think of all the people they had to get a hold of. Can you imagine? Blood transfusions too. Can you imagine though, like they brought you through all of that? It got good news and bad news. Good news is we got your the bleeding and the thyroid and everything and we got all that under control. We know what it is. You're out of the coma. Bad news. I don't know. How do I Yeah, you got the... Uh, you got the AIDS. Excuse me. And, and I'm 14. And I'm literally at virgin <coughs> right. 14. Almost, came out of a coma. Almost died. Right. Like, that's what you're going to hit me with. Oh, my God. I got so lucky. I'm so happy. There's so many. It's it's weird because I heard the phrase today, survivor's guilt. Um, And it's so weird because I remember feeling some type survivor's of Survivor's guilt for what? For what? Just. You know, there are people who weren't as lucky as I am. And, they're, and, and, they're, and honestly, why am I here? Like, why... Why was I by all rights should have been dead? I had no blood in my body. I was dead. Like I was dead, and then I wasn't. I was in a coma. Like, how, why am I alive right now? Just to annoy you, JP? Like, it, did I go through all of that? Just to, correct. Just Strange, to, stranger things have happened. <laughs> I don't Life know. puts you in places where you're supposed to be, you're right? And that's what it was. So, so you really beat yourself up over being alive I instead did. of like feeling lucky for being alive? I. I didn't for a long time, and then in about, I want to say when I was in my early 30s is when I started, I, I don't know why it took so long, because I, like I said, I was 14 years old, but in my early 30s, I started really, and I think because my cousin was a doctor at that point, and she was explaining to me just exactly how bad it was, you know, I was 14, right. maybe I didn't comprehend completely, and I was like, well, then why am I here? Like, how did I, and then I started feeling really, yeah, I beat myself up. Guilty? For, yeah. For a while, for like a Hell couple no. of years, yeah. Not over that though. You're guilty over surviving. That's great. Like if if you were in a car accident and you like if somebody was in a car accident and they survived but their child died, that kind of thing. Like that's survivor's guilt that I can well, understand. 
you just being in a coma and beating the odds. I mean, you got. I mean, you didn't kill anybody. No, you know what I'm saying? You're not somebody else didn't have not, to die for you to be right. There. You're not alive at somebody else's expense. It was more of a what am I doing? Like I sh- I should be more grateful for my life. Like I'm here. What am I doing? And at the time, I've been working all these random jobs, working in an office. I I never went to college. You know, it just it was all very like what am I doing? And then I was like I'm go- I'm going to go back to and I did. I went back to school. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my life together because I I'm here for a reason and and I'm not I'm not going to waste it. Like I'm not just going to just do all the things I was doing, moving from here to there and taking random jobs. And I just had no direction. And I thought I didn't survive a coma and almost died, almost barely escape AIDS just to barely escape AIDS, just to, just to do nothing, just to work at, you know, at at a front desk receptionist. You know, I I just, and there's nothing wrong with any of those jobs. Just, I know that it wasn't for me. But who was it that had the song? A I D S annually inflicted that sentence. A I D S. Oh my God. I don't even know. Is it the S O D or M O D? I'm sure it's one of them, for sure. Yeah. Anally inflicted that sense. (laughs) Dude. Sorry. Zero sensitivity there. I didn't didn't write the song. Don't blame me. I'm just a messenger. I don't know how you remembered it. It's a great song. It's actually not a great song. It's not even a great great band, (laughs) if we're being honest. Looks like it's M.O.D. Was it M.O.D.? Yeah. M.O.D. did A.I.D.S. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A.I.D.S. Anally inflicted that sentence. What does M.O.D. stand for? Do we know? Methods of destruction. Oh, great. Right? Like Something like that. All positive stuff in that corner. Or, That's correct. <laughs> yeah. And then the other half. Of Monica on D, I think is what it stood for. Oh. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, S- but even that, see? S.O.D. was Stormtroopers of Death, right? Yeah, that I think is correct. Yeah. Hey, uh, Monifa, you got to watch this. I guess you would call it a... I guess it's a documentary. Uh, no, yeah, it's definitely a documentary on. Um, it's called Swamp Untold, and it's called Swamp Swamp Kings on Netflix, and it's all about the University of Florida during those Tebow years with Urban Meyer and stuff. Oh, get out! You know I hated Listen, that guy in college. I can tell you this: I don't give a rat's ass about college football at all, but. This was a really well-done documentary about that period of time. The one thing I will say is that they really don't go into any of the Aaron Hernandez stuff. But it's all about um, Tebow, you know, some of his linebackers, some of his other players, and the the nucleus of those national championship teams or the teams that went to national, that whole thing. Really, really well done. Thank you, Tim Tebow. Right. Uh, I did not yeah. say that. There's no way sure I said did. that. Right. It I was, was being um, sarcastic. There's no way I meant that. It was. Gross. You would love it. As somebody who's really into college football, and I know it's what? not like, you know, I, oh, I hate Florida. I hate Florida State, whatever it is. I like Florida. It's just really, really good. I don't like him. What, um, what? Who don't you like? Urban Meyer or Tim, Tim, Tim Tebow? Tim Tebow. And Urban Meyer. How do you not either? like him? I, it, I mean, you can say a lot of things, but to not like the guy—it's been—it's been a long enough time for me not to have that disgusting hate that I had before. Now I'm just like, ugh, I'm so glad those days are over because I did not like them. Um, so yeah. I don't hate them like I did before. What streaming service is it on? Because I'm in my little Netflix. Cycle. That's not until I think December or January. Are you serious? Got to get my little cycles. Right now I'm on HBO Max and Hulu. My Apple TV just stopped. I got to go in circles. I got to get the best deal for it. So I, I go in circles. And then, and then I go on them and I binge. Like, so I will, I have a whole list of things I want to watch on Netflix. 
when yeah. that ends up being my thing. There was another one that I started watching last night, too, called Painkiller. And it's about Purdue Pharmaceuticals and the Slacker family. And they are the ones that have been, not accused, they've been convicted of starting the oxy, the opioid epidemic in the United States, in the world. Because they had, it was crazy. It was about the, the they called it the Sackler family. And so they had this drug like MS Cotton, right? And it was good, but it wasn't great. And then listen, and then the guy's like, listen, if we can just keep the world between, he's like, listen, everybody's, everybody runs from pleasure, runs towards pain, runs, from, excuse me, runs from pain, runs towards pleasure, runs from pain, runs towards pleasure. And he like, if he can be the guy, if they could be the company that can help people get the pleasure and the relief from the pain, well, then we got this thing. But it turned out it's, you know, it's like, her- you know, like heroin. And some doctors would refuse to even let them in the building. And but we all know Oxycontin took off like a bat out of hell. Mm-hmm. Right. And I only got the first episode in. I'm not sure even sure how many episodes it, it's in. Matthew Broderick is the bad guy. He's uh, the Sackler guy. And he's the one who was saying if we can get them while they're running from pain towards the pleasure and be the reason, you know. And he really got himself to believe that he was making all these people's life better because they wouldn't be feeling the pain. That's what he really believed. Which, I mean, is technically true. They weren't feeling the pain, but... But they knew how addictive... They knew every bit of how addictive this thing was. And they knew all of it. And it's it's really, really interesting. Really interesting about how they got doctors and how doctors got in trouble and, they, you know, all this really... that That's one I would call more like a, a dramumentary, I guess, because it's being dramatically... It's being acted out, but it's telling the whole story of exactly how yeah. Purdue Pharmaceuticals became, you know... The people who created the opioid and then, epidemic in the well in the in the world, I guess. I'm not sure if it's just the United States thing, you know. Look what it turned into. Yeah, but it's pretty cool, man. Did a little uh, a little time on the say, uh, on the picture, Netflix yesterday. I can't picture you sitting down in place with a remote or whatever for that long on the couch or chair or whatever. Like how sounds like you put in some. Uh, everybody was out. Everybody was out. I got back from the gym and everybody was out, and I was like, you know what? What else has got going on? I started watching the. I was definitely interested in watching the uh, the Tim Tebow thing because, you know, like I don't know how you don't like the guy. I just wanted to hear what the story really was. Is you know, that- we all we all pegged him as the guy who was getting his balls broken for praying in the you know, you know for praying in the in the corner during I the game or whatever it was. Right, but, and the the Bible verses under his eye. He used to do yeah, well. yeah, 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 yeah. You know. So so that's what you do. So a, so a married man with two kids with. With no responsibilities for like I know you have actual responsibility, but nothing else going on that night. No, no sports and and homework and dinner and any of that. Your your choice is to, to couch. I just chilled. Yeah, it's the one day where I didn't have anywhere to run to. Nice. And I when was the on. wife and kids are away. JP will play on Netflix. I know, yeah, I know. Well, good for you. You did what you wanted. Then did did you? Uh, 
And had some sex last night, too. Whoa! What? Is, about, it, is it your birthday? Is it how Christmas? About the, I don't know. It's midweek and it's at nighttime. Usually it's weekends and in the mornings. <laughs> That's the only time that happens. Where were the, where was the kids next to your... When they were near your paper-thin wall? They were, they were out. Oh, look at that. You know what, JP? What? Your what? kids are getting older and they're going to be out more. I know. My wife is sex. going through menopause. Oh. Well, that's not so. nice to say out loud on the radio station. <laughs> What's the it's, it's, it's life. What, I mean, it's real. It's I know. life. I just, maybe she doesn't want her. Is she having hot flashes or is she getting, a, what, what, what's, how's that um, It was hot last night. It sure oh, was. You, you were bet getting your, hot flashes. You bet you boudet. <laughs> um, no, she just goes through everything, you know, the same thing. You're not really in the mood for it. You know, things aren't. Um, she did anyway for you? Team, teamwork. DreamWork. Nice. Well, she initiated, which was nice. I've been kind of hand, like hands off in that department because I don't, you know, I know she's going through it, and yeah. I don't want to look like I'm a giant Aww. horn dog pain in the ass. So yeah. I just kind of, you know, let her take the lead on that one. I don't know how to handle this nice, sensitive thinking of other people's feelings. You AP. don't know me. I don't at all. You think you do, but you don't. I will. I will. I am you. a kind, warm-hearted soul. I will tell you what I tell other people who who pretend that they know me. You know what I I I should end the praise it for you. You I'm sorry. I know what you want me to know. That's that's how I put it. I'm always like you. Know, um, people people know what I want them to know. No, I I I disagree with that. I'm pretty much an open book. Mm-hmm. I really am on the on the radio. I'm pretty much an open book. I don't I don't really hide too much. I you know a lot of the stuff with my kids I'll keep under wraps. But as far as who I am. But I think there's who I am, and then when you and I are disagreeing, especially on political on political stuff, like you, I think you kind of take it to nth degree with me. Sometimes I'm like, that's nah, not what you know. I don't even worry about it because I'm like, that she's got her, she's got me wrong. That ain't it, and I'm not gonna argue enough. There's nothing, no argument I can get. You know when people are just set in their ways, and you can sit there and you can argue with them, but you just it's like trying to talk the paint off a wall. I feel like you just panted, patted me on my head. No, I didn't pat you. I didn't pat you. No, no, no. I didn't pat you. You know how that is, Monica? You know, the same thing that happens with you every day, you know, (laughs) that conversation where it's like talking to a wall and you you don't budge on anything, that kind of. I didn't mean it that way. But if that's how you took it, I apologize. That's how I took it. Is that how you took it, Monica? I mean, it felt a little weird, but that's, I wasn't mad at it. Whatever. Yeah, that's what it is. Worst things have been said from you to me, I'm okay. Uh, yeah, and worst, worst things have been said from you to me and about me. Uh, mm-hmm. I hate you. I do hate you. I hate you, see? Mm-hmm. I never said that about you. Ever. You call me crazy, which, what's worse? That's not hate. But what's worse? Huh? What's worse? Hate. That word hate, I hate you? Said that's multiple worse. times? That's worse. To me and to other people like our bosses? I love yeah, how you're, that's, that's worse. In, in 2017, maybe? Was it done, yes or no? It was done. Okay, so? I stand by it. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. You should make for a great show today. I'm I truly down. do love Tom Brady. Mm. As long as you love him, Apparently that's all that matters. I said that too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, right. I don't think I stand by that. All right. So... Happy Friday. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that... 
Wait, did we just hit a million orders? Stage. Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. 